Praise the Lord. Amen. Can we lift our hands unto the Lord tonight and just ask God to have his way? Lord, we love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. We give you glory tonight. We give you praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Come on, let's ask the Lord tonight to have his way in this service. Oh, Jesus, let your will be done tonight, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. It's good to be here tonight. Amen. I hope you're happy you're here. Amen. We sing a song in Sunday school that says, If you're happy and you know it, your face will surely show it. I don't know if everybody's happy here tonight. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. That means you're happy to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Where else would we be tonight? Amen. Where else could you be tonight? Hallelujah. I know where I have been before in my life. Amen. I know there's been times in my life on a Sunday night it wasn't church. Amen. It was at a party. It was drinking. It was, amen. It was having, having fun in the world. Amen. It was... It was just causing chaos, amen. But I tell you, I thank God for an opportunity for a chance at an altar, amen, uh, at a church service where God, this is real, amen. The power of the Holy Ghost that we're talking about tonight, the Holy Ghost power is real. It's life-changing, amen. The anointing of God is life-changing. It's just not church. It's life-changing. It's an experience with God, amen. And he'll take your heart, amen, and clean you up. And make your life new. Praise God. I'm thankful tonight that I am in the house. I'm happy that I'm in the house of the Lord. Praise God. And my face hopefully shows it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I am very glad to be here tonight and looking forward to what God has for this service. Amen. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm excited about what God is doing. Amen. Are you excited about revival and, and God moving and working? Amen. I am. Amen. I think God's on the move. Hallelujah. God's doing great things. Hallelujah. I want to get on board with what God's doing. Praise the Lord. Well, if you have your Bibles, amen, turn to 1 Samuel chapter 17. Amen. A few scriptures here. Amen. Beginning in verse 4. I'm going to jump down to verse 8 through 11 and then one more verse 32. 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 4. Amen. Reads, And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath. Everybody say Goliath. Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. Uh, verse number eight. If you jump down to verse eight. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are you come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. Amen. That's a pretty big challenge. Amen. The fate of both armies in the hand of one man on either side. Amen. 
But that's what Goliath challenged. Amen. Verse number uh, 10. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Amen. When Saul, who was Saul? He was a king, right? He was the one running the show. And him and the armies, when they saw and heard what was happening, the Bible says they were greatly afraid. But verse number 32 says this, And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Amen. Why don't we ask the Lord again to anoint this word and have his way here tonight. God, we ask you, Lord, to anoint this word. God, let it come into our ears, Lord, as you have spoken it. Lord, I pray you just anoint me, Lord, to preach. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray unto the Lord today. Let's thank him for what he's going to do here tonight. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, new life. Let's worship God here tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. There's a Goliath. Amen. Trying to defy. Amen. He's trying to come against. Amen. The armies of the Lord tonight. Praise God. There's an enemy trying to come against the church tonight. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. And there is a fear. Amen. Of the enemy. Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, amen, I, I believe God's looking for somebody to stand up and say, don't be afraid. Amen. I'm going to fight. Come on, somebody. I'm going to fight. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to fight. Hallelujah. I'm going to get on the battlefield tonight. I'm going to fight. Come on, new life. Somebody decided and make up in their mind. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of running from the enemy. I'm going to fight. I'm going back to the battlefield. Amen. I'm, gonna, I'm better off on the battlefield. I'm better off on the battlefield fighting, amen, with God on my side, amen, than in the hedges, amen, hiding without God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, this story is one I think probably most people have heard. Amen. It's a fairly popular story, amen, even in just... Uh, just society, I think people can understand David and Goliath, and they know that this story uh, is about a, a, a young man defying the odds, amen, because the enemy was much larger, much more powerful than he was, and they use this analogy in many different ways whenever an underdog in whatever it may be um, uh, comes against a, a greater uh, foe, and, and they win. I've heard it used in, in uh, other applications Amen. So David, amen, and Goliath. Goliath, amen, being six cubits and a span. And, and that cubit, we don't use these type measurements, but uh, a cubit's around 18 to 22 inches, and a span's about 9 inches. So Goliath, if you measure that out, was about 9 foot 8 to 11 foot 8 tall. That's a big guy. Amen. That's, that's like a really, really big guy. Amen. That's, uh, you know, you think of almost 12 foot tall. That's, that's pretty tall. Amen. Not, it was he a uh, skin and bones and really, uh, this, was a, this was a man that was powerful. 
amen, was muscular. I'm telling you, this was an enemy. This was a big guy. Amen. This was someone to fear. Amen. This was a, this was a, a man that was uh, uh, not, not little by any means. And not only that, was a, a man, a man that was uh, casting out threatenings. He wasn't passive. He was aggressive. Amen. He was wanting to fight. Amen. He was out there on the battlefield. Amen. And the Bible says that he came out for 40 days, morning and night. Amen. And casting in, uh, these uh, threatenings upon the children of Israel and the armies of the living God. Amen. And uh, for 40 days, God's people, his army, amen, and Saul the king and all those, the generals and all the, the soldiers and all those that were there to fight, amen, uh, they were all in hiding. They were all afraid. They were afraid to step onto the battlefield. They were afraid, amen, to, to get out from behind whatever they were hiding behind, amen, and go and face the giant. And face this foe and face this enemy. Amen. I'm telling you, it wasn't an army they had to fight. It was one man that had to crumple to the ground. Amen. And the whole army, amen, as Goliath had said, will serve you if you can kill me. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, thank God for David. Thank God for a young man, hallelujah, that said, I am willing to go to the battlefield and fight. I am thankful for a young man that said, I'm going to step out, amen, and, and fight this enemy. I don't care what happens. I'm going to fight Goliath. Amen. Praise God. We know in the America, United States that we live in, since 2001, uh, we were in, uh, been fighting, of course, naturally, in 9-11 when uh, the Twin Towers were attacked, and uh, we immediately went to war with Afghanistan. And then in 2003, in March of 2003, we went to war in Iraq and invaded Iraq. And so since that time, the America, uh, the military has been at battle, at war. Amen. They have been at war, amen, and for, for 13 years now. Amen. They have lived in a state of conflict and lived in a state of deployment and lived, I was in the military in 2001. I spent time in Iraq, I understand. Amen, many people, amen, during that time, even now, have spent many tours and spent much time, amen, going to Iraq and home and to Afghanistan and home and back to maybe Afghanistan or Iraq, amen, and spent time away from their home and spent time away from family, missed birthdays, missed Christmases. That is our military, folks. I don't know if you realize this, as we live our life day to day, they're missing birthdays, they're missing Christmases, amen. All all at the same time, we are in celebrating, enjoying our life. Amen. They're spending their days, amen, and their nights on a battlefield. Amen. They're spending their days and their nights, amen, in war. Amen. Fighting an enemy. Amen. You know, I, as I went, I made up my mind. I said, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to fight. It doesn't matter how long. I went with indefinite orders. I had no return date. And I said, it doesn't matter. I want to go and fight. I'd rather go fight there. Amen. Than them come here and fight my children and my family. In my own hometown. I'm going to go to the battlefield where they are. I'm going to go and fight, amen, the enemy where they are so that I can keep it maybe possibly from coming home. Amen. I'm telling you, our military that we, that we are so, I'm so grateful for and thankful for, amen, because the efforts, amen, that they have put in, amen, to fighting conflict, amen, they're an elite force. 
Amen. They're the best in the world. Amen. We have the greatest military in the world. Amen. I'm telling you, we, I, I have served along some of the greatest men and women, amen, in this world. They're the best, amen, at what they do. Hallelujah. Amen. What do they do? They fight an enemy. They fight on a battlefield. Amen. They fight a, an enemy that's trying to destroy, amen, our way of life. Hallelujah. Amen. But every day there's young men, young ladies, amen, that go and say, you know what? I'm going to pledge an oath that, that when it's my turn, I, I'm going to step on to the battlefield. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, God's looking for some people, amen, that's willing to say, I'm willing to go out into the battlefield. I'm willing to go and fight, amen, some enemies. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm telling you, our military. Hallelujah. We're, we're, we're now, though, at a place. Amen. 13 years of this. Amen. We're at a place. Amen. We're drawing down the forces. Amen. We're, for, for the most part, uh, have pulled out of Iraq. I know we've had some other issues come up as of recent, but for the most part, amen, we, we considered Iraq kind of the main conflict over and even in Afghanistan, we're beginning to pull away, pull out of that country. Amen. Conflict. Amen. And war. Amen. And to a time because the country is saying, get these guys home. And I understand the sentiments. I understand the yellow ribbon around the tree. I understand. Amen. But let me read. Uh, I, I just try to pull some portions out of a, uh, a, a story, an article out of a uh, Washington Post. And I want to use this tonight. That, that it, it, because it ties into what I'm talking about, amen? Amen. As we, as a country, begin to pull our troops home, amen, and the mission refocuses, if you will. Amen. Read what David uh, Barno said on July 10th of this year. Amen. He actually served as the commander of the U.S. and coalition forces in Afghanistan from 2003 to 2005. Amen. Just follow along. Again, I try to condense this, but get the gist of what I'm saying here. The army is emerging from 13 years of war, battle-tested but weary. It's under pressure from budget cuts, the return of nearly the entire force to domestic bases, and a nation weary of deploying land power after two long conflicts. Yet perhaps the most important challenge facing the army is not about finances, logistics, or public opinion, but about culture, its own. While few in the service would prefer unending wartime deployments over some semblance of peace, the end of full-scale conflict brings unique challenges to those in uniform, especially to those millennials in active service who since 2001 have experienced nothing but the adrenaline rush of an army at war. The transition could weaken the army's war-fighting capabilities and drive talented, combat-experienced young leaders from the force. But Mission Command is now a co a on a collision course with a peacetime army which values bureaucratic process and compliance above all else. Completing surveys and online training on time, mastering PowerPoint pre briefings, and grasping intricacies of training management and readiness reporting all dominate the life of leaders in garrison. In combat, risk of death or failure is a daily hazard. In peacetime, risk-taking is systematically extinguished by layers of rules, restrictions, and micromanagement aimed at avoiding any possible shortcomings. Peacetime procedures tend to crush the very attributes, attributes required for successful unit combat leaders. If not corrected, this conflict will drive out many of the Army's best young wartime leaders and demoralize the rest. I'm telling you today, amen. 
Just because we're pulling away, amen, uh, in the country from the battlefields of Iraq and Afghanistan, amen, I'm telling you, I, uh, one of the most dangerous and the most uh, fearful points, amen, our military is getting ready to happen right now, amen, a transition, amen, from a constant state of, uh, of fighting an enemy, being watchful, amen, uh, of IEDs, being watchful, amen, practicing uh, uh, or being used using tactics, amen, to understand and gathering intelligence, amen, and fighting on a battlefield day in and day out, amen, and now transitioning back home to a land that's peaceful, amen. And the author of this article, what he's saying is what the problem happens, what is going to happen, amen, is these young men and young women, amen, they're fighting every day. They're talented. They're, they're, they're skilled aim soldiers. They're the best of the best. Amen. They, 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 they know how uh, to fight. I'm telling you, when we entered into Afghanistan and Iraq, uh, we had a lot to, to overcome because it had been a lot of time, long time since the last conflict. Amen. I'm telling you, we, the end, we had to, all the training that we had prepared for war proved inadequate. Because they used them little uh, push-to-talk, little walkie-talkies, amen, because they, that's how they were going to keep, oh, we we're real high-tech. And that's what they've been training for here in the United States, amen. The, the convoy uh, procedures here in the United States, you know, driving around Georgia is a whole lot different, amen, than driving around uh, Kabul, Afghanistan. Amen. When there's real enemy combatants and there's real enemy fire. Amen. When you're driving around and you pass McDonald's on the way. Amen. There's something that happens. Amen. Whenever you just get into a place where, you know, it's just training and we're just going, uh, you know what, we're, we're just practicing for what the enemy might do. Amen. There's a keen sense, amen, of, of urgency that is lost. Amen. The author of this, this article, he's, he's saying, you know what, we we got to be careful. got to be careful because whenever we, we start to pull off the battlefield, we're going to start to lose our edge. We're going to start to lose those uh, elite fighters. We're going to start to lose those because, you know what, the challenge isn't there. And they're going to come back and they're going to just, all it's going to be concerned with is, oh, you got a smudge on your boot and, and your uniform's just not as crisp. All good things and not bad things. Amen. I'm telling you, but there's still an enemy when it comes time for wartime. Amen. And your concern is about the smudge on your boot. Amen. And, and a uniform that's just not quite uh, as crisp as it should be. An iron just as perfect. Amen. And, boy, that line just is look as straight as an arrow. We got the best unit going. Amen. But when the bombs, amen, and, and, and the guns begin to blare and you start flying, I'm telling you, this is what happened as we went into Afghanistan and into Iraq. Amen. Our young men and women who had been training, they didn't know what hit them. I'm telling you, whenever they would, uh, would, would push the button, the enemy learned that little signal set off their bomb. And so we're driving down. We push a little button to talk to our friend in the car ahead. Amen. And when we do, we set off a bomb. Amen. Because we hadn't been in any kind of battle. We hadn't been in any kind. We just been, been, been training in, in, in the off roads of Georgia and Florida and, and just going through the training and the simulation. Amen. I'm telling you today. Amen. David. Hallelujah. He stepped onto a battlefield. Amen. David stepped onto a battlefield and said, I'm going to fight. I, I have no problem fighting Goliath. Amen. It wasn't his first battle. Amen. It was a young man that said, hey, you know what? I, I fought a few times and, and I, I found something worth fighting for. That's what happened today. 
in this story. David said, hey, isn't there a cause? Amen. Isn't there a reason to fight? Isn't there a purpose to get out on the battlefield and fight? Hallelujah. He said, isn't there a cause? As soon as he didn't hesitate, he didn't, he didn't say, oh, man, I, I get what. He said, you know what? Hey, I don't like the sound of that guy's tone out there. I don't like the way he's talking to me. I don't like the way, I don't like the way he's talking to me. Right? David, where do you get your courage? Where do you get your strength? Where, where do you get your, hey, where do you get your gumption? Where do you get your, man, I'm ready to, boy, I'm just ready to knock some heads. Where does that come from? Well, you know what? There's some sheep out there I care a whole lot about. And there ain't no way I'm going to let nobody touch any of them. Man, there's this lion. Amen. It come along and it tried to get one of them sheep. I grabbed it by the beard and I killed that dude. And there was a bear that came along. I, I'm not going to let nobody touch them sheep. Those are daddy's sheep. I, my job's to take care of them. I'm stepping out onto the battlefield once again. Amen. I, I'll fight the bear. I'll fight the lion. But David was a man that loved the battlefield. He was a man that was willing to fight. He didn't turn away from it. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you today. Hallelujah. There's many of, you, many of us here today, amen, that haven't seen the battlefield in a while. Hallelujah. There's many of us today, hallelujah, they're, they're war weary. Hallelujah. They're, they're, there's an enemy out there and you're just hiding and running from it. I'm telling you what, you're better off on the battlefield. You're better off, amen, hitting your knees and praying about it. You're better off finding a place with God and saying, God, I don't care what the enemy's defying me. I'm sick and tired of the way he's talking to me. I'm sick and tired of the way my life is being ran by him. I'm sick and tired of being depressed by the things he's putting in my mind. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, I'm trying to encourage somebody. Get back onto the... You're better off on the battlefield. Come on, church, you're better off fighting for what you know is right. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Come on, wartime. Wartime's not pleasant. It's not easy. It's hard. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what, but it's where you keep your edge. Amen. It's where you keep your vigilance. Amen. It's where you keep your, your, you say, you know what? Yeah, I can take on anybody. I'm telling you, pull some of them boys off the battlefield. Amen. Out of the heat of a battle. And they're going to say, what are you doing? You're going to sit in this office and, and you're going to help me type up my notes from my meeting. Yeah, right. You got another thing coming. I belong on the battlefield. I belong out here defending all this beautiful land that we live in. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you tired of running tonight? Amen. Are you tired of running tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. Day and night, the enemy's there. Hallelujah. Day and night, I'm telling you, the enemy is in your life, talking in your ear. Amen. Trying to convince you that he is bigger than you and stronger than you. Amen. And he's going to destroy you. He's going to cause you to, to end your own life. He's going to cause you. Amen. I'm talking to somebody today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the whole army, soldiers, scared out of their mind. The whole army. Why weren't they fighting? They looked like soldiers. They all had guns, and they had all not guns probably, but I don't think they had guns then. They all had weapons. They had their armor on. They had everything. Boy, man, I tell you what. Apparently, at some point, they would come out from hiding. 
when I thought the coast was clear, things were safe. Hey, Amen. We look like a soldier till the enemy comes along. We run, hide. Do we hide from what has been coming at us for weeks, for days, for weeks, for, for months? I mean, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. There's an enemy here tonight. An enemy in your life. You're fight, facing your fight. Isn't there a cause? Come on, isn't your marriage worth fighting for? Oh, come on, somebody. Isn't there something in that marriage worth fighting for? Aren't you sick and tired of when problems come up? Just kind of hide, go to your own corner and hide. Amen. You're better off on the battlefield saying, hey, devil, you're a liar. Ain't nothing going to tear this apart. There's nothing going to tear me and my wife or my husband apart. We're going to stand. We're going to stay together. I'm telling you, there's an enemy in this church here tonight, in your life. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's an enemy that's been roaring its head. There's an enemy. Amen. I'm telling you, you're better off. Get back on the battlefield. Amen. Learn the ways of warfare. Learn how to fight. Learn how to learn the tricks. Amen. You know what? Whenever we, we went into Afghanistan in 2001, we didn't start off too well. We had issues, and, but you know what? We learned to adapt, and, and we put research teams together on how to better equip our Humvees and uparm them. And I'm telling you, we learned how to get better than the enemy. We learned how to get better. I'm telling you what? The only thing that changed was we got off of, uh, off of this uh, peacetime army into a wartime mentality. Amen. Somebody in your marriage, in your home, get a wartime mentality that says, I, I, if this doesn't work, I'm going to try just a little something different. If this doesn't work, I'm gonna, I don't, there's no enemy going to take me out. There's no enemy going to take us out. Come on, somebody. you got to have something down inside that says, what did he just say to me? What is that enemy telling me? I'm sick and tired of it. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, come on, church. There ought to be somebody here tonight that ought to get back out on the battlefield for your marriage, for your home, for your family's sake. Hallelujah. Are your kids worth fighting for? Come on, are your kids worth it? Hallelujah. Are your kids, they're not too far gone. It's not too, uh, it's not too late for, I'm telling you, whether you, I'm telling you, God cares about you. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause in the church today? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you what. We need to get back out onto the battlefield. Oh, praise God. Praise God. You know what? He was trying to, David was discouraged by his brothers. Amen. He showed up. His dad said, go take this food to your uh, brothers and to the captain, some cheese to the captain of the thousands. So David went. He wasn't there, part of the army. But he went, amen. And then in the midst of his trying to just bring some food to his brothers, amen, Goliath rears his ugly head. And this young man, Goliath, he, he, he says, hold on a second. Take your food. I got, hold on a second. I got some business to take care of. Amen. I'm telling you what, because he had a cause. Somebody had defied the name of the Lord. The armies of God. He said, yeah, that's not going to happen. Right. Amen. I'm telling you what. Amen. He was willing to fight for some sheep. He was willing to fight for, some for, for just, a, just a, few, uh, uh, a few sheep out on a, uh, in a desert somewhere. Amen. Surely he was going to fight for the name of the Lord. Surely he was going to fight, amen, for the army of God. Uh, and so he, he said, hold on a second. 
what, did that, what is this guy saying? I'm going to fight him. And the brother said, you just come out here to make fun of us. You just come out here to see what's going on. You just go back to the few sheep, amen, that you're, you're fighting. You've just come down to, to see the battle. Amen. That's what he said. He's, you just come down that you might see the battle. Amen. I'm telling you, amen, David didn't come down just to see the battle. David came down, amen, to jump onto the battlefield. Amen. I'm telling you, he, he came down with a purpose. Hallelujah. He wasn't looking for a fight, but when the fight came looking for him, amen, he said, all right, boy, let's go. I'm ready to fight. Amen. Many times, hallelujah, that, that we'll fight for so many things. We, we got a lot of fight in us. Hallelujah. It's for the wrong thing. David's brothers, not that they didn't have fight. They were more interested in fighting his brother. Amen. It wasn't like he was, he thought, well, I can take my brother. That's where I can do that one. I can fight him. I think I can whoop him. So he bowed up, brother, get out of here. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, time, we ought to get back on the battlefield. Hallelujah. Amen. We ought to get out there and start fighting. Amen. I wish tonight somebody, amen, you're, t you're fighting in a battle, and I don't think you even realize it. Amen. Hey, you, you got an enemy after you, and you got an enemy warring for your soul. Amen. For your family, for your children, for your life. Amen. I'm telling you, you need to start getting back into the, to the, to the routine. Amen. I I'll, take my, I'll take my time. I I'll stand on the wall. I I I'll, learn, uh, I'll learn to engage the enemy once again. Praise God. Saul tried to, to discourage him. He said, you, you, you're not able to go against the Philistine. You're just a youth. He's a man of war from his youth. Amen. Uh, Saul tried to discourage him. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, uh, he, he just wasn't going to have it. He said, I don't care what anyone else says. I don't care what my family says. I, I, I don't care what the king says. Amen. Uh, this, this, no one else is going to fight. No one else can find a reason to fight. I can find both. I can do both. I can find a reason I'm going to. Amen. And he had, uh, I believe he had a confidence. Amen. I don't think anyone in their right mind believes that a person could take a lion and a bear on their own and kill it. Take it by the beard. Have you ever seen a lion or a bear up close? Good. Wow. David knows God helped him. David knows he's already gotten confidence in the Lord. He's already going. He's fighting Goliath going, Dude, you don't realize it, but I got God on my side. Amen. He had confidence in his Lord. Amen. Somebody needs to get confidence in God. You need to get confidence in your prayer life. You need to get confidence that when you ask God, God, you're going to help us fix this problem, that God's going to do it. God's bigger than that. Amen. God's bigger than any issue in your life. God's bigger, amen, amen, than addictions. He's bigger, hallelujah, than depression. He's bigger, hallelujah, than anything that you face. Hallelujah. Come on tonight. Hallelujah. Let's get some confidence in God. Get some confidence, amen, that God's going to stand for you. Hallelujah. Isn't there a cause? Can you think of some reason tonight, amen, to shout, to worship God? Can you think of some reason whenever you walk into the house of the Lord? Is there not a cause? Is there not a reason to stand up and magnify God? Hallelujah. Can you not think, amen, is the lost souls of the city of Olathe, is there not a cause, amen, to be excited, amen, to stand up and say, you know what, I'm tired, amen, of the Goliath, amen, that is threatening and fighting revival in this city. Is there one young man, one young lady willing to stand up and say, yeah, I'll go fight him. Pastor, I'll fight him. No one else will, that's fine. I can do it. 
I'll pray for revival to break loose in this city. I will pray that God would just begin, amen, to bring a string of people, amen, from this city, hallelujah, that are lost, that are hungry, that are needing uh, the, the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I'm telling you today, we've got to become, amen, comfortable, amen, and get back on the battlefield. Praise the Lord. Amen. We've got to get off this peacetime mentality. You look at the country. Amen. The United States. Ronald Reagan brought the biggest, longest string of peacetime. His, he increased the U.S. military by 35%. Strength through peace. Hallelujah. And we experienced peace in this country for many, many years. The military dwindled down to hardly anything. And the mentality got lax. And we've got comfortable with the fact that, oh, you know what? We haven't seen combat. We haven't seen, no one's attacked us. No one's fought us. No, you know what? We just took it for granted. Then September 11th occurred. And then there was a change that took place. Amen. There was a there was, a, there was a significant event that shook this country to its core. And it will never be the same, ever, from that experience. Amen. And it got people to, to, to waving a flag and at the home and going to church and, 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 and joining the military. Amen. Young men enlisted, young ladies enlisted into the military by the droves. I sure don't want a spiritual 9-11 to occur in my life. I don't want a spiritual 9-11 to occur in my life before I start saying, hey, you know what? I need to be faithful to the house of the Lord. I need to be faithful, amen, in my prayer life. I need to be faithful, amen, in telling somebody about the Lord. I, 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 I just need to be faithful. Hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, make up your mind. You know what? I, I'm, I'm joining. I'm going back. I, I, I'm going to battlefield. I'm going out, amen, uh, to, to fight. I, I'm telling you, we ought to live so, uh, so much on the battlefield, uh, hallelujah, that, that when God comes to look for us, uh, amen, God comes to find us, uh, amen, we're out there on the battlefield fighting, uh, and he's got to bring us dinner. Hallelujah. The Bible says that in Psalms um, chapter 23, verse 5, it says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Amen. What does that mean? It means, you know what? It's been so long. You've been out there so long. You're hungry. You're tired. Amen. The Lord said, hey, you're out here. I'll bring you something to eat. I'm going to help you and take care of you. Just keep fighting. Just keep fighting. I'm on your side. I'm going to help take care of you. I'm going to show you that, that, I, that I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to see that you're taken care of. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe tonight God's asking and seeking for someone. The fight's not over. The fight doesn't end, amen, in this world. The fight doesn't end, amen, in this lifetime. Hallelujah. 1 Timothy 6 and 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Amen. Timothy, uh, Paul says, fight the good fight of faith. Amen. It's something worth fighting for. Isn't there a cause? Isn't there a reason? Hallelujah. Amen. For us to stand up. Amen. And defend. I, I don't want to lose my soul. I don't want to lose salvation. 
Amen. He also, Paul in 2 Timothy 4, 6 to 8 says, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll just stop there because he says, I've fought a good fight. I'm done now. When can we stop fighting? When we're ready to go, when we get to heaven. That's when we can stop fighting. Amen. I'm telling you today, we ought to give, amen, our best to the Lord. We ought to, we ought to be willing to say, you know what, I'm, and make our minds, I'm better off. Better off. Better off on the battlefield. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight for my, my home. I'm going to fight for, for my salvation. I'm going to fight for my life. Amen. Because there's going to come a day. Micah chapter 4, verse 2 to 3 says, And many nations shall come and say, God, uh, Come and say, Come and let us go up into the mountain of the Lord and to the house of God of Jacob. And he'll teach us of, the, of his ways and he'll walk in his paths. For the law shall go forth of Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Verse 3, And he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up a sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Amen. Let's stand tonight. Musicians, if you come. Micah said, hey, you know what? There's going to come a day. There's going to come a time. There's going to come a time when the battle's going to be over. When the fight's going to be done. Amen. And, and that sword you've been fighting with. And the, the spirit. You're, just, you're not going to need those anymore. Let's, you're not going to have to fight these battles anymore. There's going to come a time when nation not going to, there's not going to be fighting anymore. There's not going to be combat. There's, you, and you're not going to teach anybody how to fight in the war anymore. It's all going to be over with. I mean, there's going to be a coming day when this battle's over. Hallelujah. Are you looking forward to that day? Hallelujah. I don't know if I'm... I just pray tonight somebody, amen, can respond. Hopefully tonight somebody has resonated. This message has resonated with somebody's heart. Amen. You know what? We've got to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. We've got to contend for the faith. We've got to fight. Amen. For this, for this thing, praise God. I mean, we got to fight for the Lord. I'm on the. I want to be on God's side. Hallelujah. Amen. When, when's the last time you went to to, to to the battlefield? Hallelujah. For your home, for your kids, for your wife, for your pastor. When's the last time you went to battle? step away. You know what? As long as David was his heart was going to fight the bear. To fight the bear. It's my turn to step up, up to the battlefield. No one else will. I'm going to. God used David to fight many battles. Even so much that God told him, you're not going to build my David wanted to build a house for the Lord. God said, no, you've been a man of war. That's who you are. Be proud of who you are. Don't, don't mix it with you. 
some reason one battle one time David said I, I I don't know if I'm going to join this one I don't know if I'm I'm not I'm just going to sit here this time amen and when he did the story goes that David was he fell into sin with Bathsheba he committed murder
Where, what are you tired of dealing with and struggling with? 